Paramount Plus and the National Park Foundation present A Mountain of Zen. Are you still listening? Good. Take a deep breath. You needed a break. This Earth Week, you can live stream seven national parks for seven days on Paramount Plus. So, yes, you can literally stream a stream. Paramount Plus, official streaming partner of the National Park Foundation. Hello, and welcome back to the Wildcat Scoop Podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Shear, here with Arizona Football's Ranked, and I am Jason Shear. Thank you for the football plug, Mr. Shear. But the day has come for a lot of people who are very excited. Arizona men's basketball will have their first game. And we're season here, opener, Shelby. Season opener against Morgan, not Oregon, as Jason kept telling me, Morgan <laughs> State. Uh, we're here to preview that game. But before we begin, we have a new sponsor to debut the Longview Insurance and Investments. Are you ready, Jason? Tell them Tell what's the up, people. <clears throat> As basketball season begins, so does a new sense of hope and an excitement for our community. You may be looking forward to March already, but the journey is just as important as the destination. At Longview Insurance and Investments, they understand that a better future starts with planning and preparation today. They pride themselves on being a trusted partner for your financial future. Start your journey today. Visit their website at www.longviewinsuranceinvestments.com to learn more. Thank you, Shelby. You're welcome. Tip of the hat to our new friends at Longview Insurance and Investments. We will be hearing from them for every basketball podcast this season, and we're thrilled. So, on to the preview of the open opening game of the season. Good, babe. <laughs> Shelby had a drink around 11 a.m. I'm fine. It's just wearing It's off. fine. I'm fine. No, it was fine. We, uh, we drove all over Tucson. Every restaurant was crowded. Finally, we wound up at Corbett, which is a new pickleball place slash restaurant. It was and awesome. And it worked out really well. It we was nice. enjoyed it. We recommend it. You might find us there Every quite Sunday, a much. bit on Sundays if it's nice weather. So, um, <clears throat> What are a few things that you want to see from Arizona on Monday? Glad you asked, Shelby. I don't really want to see much. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, I mean, there's, there's, there's multiple things. Uh, you know, when Arizona plays a team like Morgan State, um, <laughs> my dad just texted me, is vaping illegal? So, oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> I'm not answering that question. That's an hour of conversation. You can slow um, down, David. I don't vape. Don't worry. But anyway. Um, oh, I know why he's asking because Aurora's boyfriend vaped and she dumped him. That's my girl. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know if she wants on the podcast. Whatever. Uh, a few things I want to see. We are is, quickly devolving. Right. The spread is 31 and a half. Wow. Uh, there is no way, shape, or form that this game should be close beyond the first media timeout. Um, I'm very curious to see if things change when the games count is is arizona gonna put up uh 37 three-point attempts are they gonna say look this team can't guard us we're going to the basket um how many shots is caleb love gonna put in um a game against a bad team 
Uh, can Jaden Bradley play well? You know, it, it's I, I am always curious to see the guys that I don't know a lot about. Uh, Jaden Bradley might be number one on my list. He didn't play all that great on the international trip, and I don't think he played all that great in the two exhibition games. Arizona took him for a reason. Uh, I assume he's going to start. I don't really know based on the health of Pella Larson. I'm not sure if Arizona sits him out um, for Duke or whatever it may be. Um, but, you know, it, it's a situation where, like, because of the opponent and, and all that, uh, you want to see Jaden Bradley play well. Like, I'm, I'm not going to say it's, it's scary time if he doesn't play well because it's just the first game of the season. But you want to see him play well against opposition that he's clearly uh, better than. And we'll get to Oregon State. They actually have a, a good player, too. Um, you know, I want to see what my guy Crevis does uh, against such competition in his season opener. I want to see how deep of a rotation. Arizona's going to win, but is that no, rotation eight guys? Is it nine guys? Like, how many guys? Where's the minutes come from and all that? Um, how much of this game is used as preparation for Duke, I think, is also a storyline. How does Tommy treat this game? Does he get the starters out as early as possible? Or does he maybe leave him in a little longer than Bob, than, than normal because he wants him to be ready and crisp for Duke? That That's another thing uh, that I'm, I'm quite curious about. Okay. Um, who are a few players on Morgan State to watch out for? So I'm not going to pretend like Morgan State's a good team because uh, they're not. Uh, but there are... Uh, a few players to to watch out for. Winston Tabs on Morgan State is actually a an interesting story. Kind of crappy, actually, his his story. Um, so he he actually committed to Boston College. He was on Boston. You ready for this, Shelby? Mm-hmm. His freshman year at Boston College uh, was 2018, the 18-19 season. Uh, so he goes. He plays 31 minutes a game. He averages 14 points a game, um, and was good. The next season, he averages 13 points. A game as well. Then he blows out his knee. Leaves Boston College, goes to East Carolina last season, plays 11 minutes a game, averages three points a game. So, you you know, obviously something was there with the blown knee and all that. Um, his numbers across the board were significantly down. He's just nowhere near the same player at all since his, his knee injury. Um, but obviously, you know, there's still some talent there. Uh, he's not a, a bad ball player at all. There's two players on Morgan State uh, that are pretty much um, the guys to, to look out for. Uh, number one, you know, it's Cameron Hobbs is a junior guard and a junior forward, Will Thomas, were named to the preseason on MIAC team. Uh, Hobbs started in 16 of 31 games, played last year, averaged 28 minutes a game, 8 points, 3 rebounds, 44% from the field, 45% from three. Hobbs was 10th in the conference in assists and averaged 1.5 steals a game. Scored in double figures 13 uh, times. Thomas started in 8 of 29. I assume he's starting. Not sure if you guys realize this. It is very difficult to find uh, season projections for Morgan State with starters and all that. But I'm assuming these two guys start. Obviously, they're preseason all-conference. Thomas scored in double figures 10 times last year, 20 or more points 5 times. Norfolk State was his best game of the season, 27 and uh, and 11. So, you know, it, it, it's those are probably the, the three main guys. Morgan State, Shelby, returns 30% of its scoring, 24% of its rebounding, and 34% of its minutes played from last year. 
Uh, the team leader in field goal percentage, three-point free throw, rebounding assists, steals, blocks, and minutes played. All come back. Hobbs and uh, Thomas are pretty much the guys there. So there's some experience. Um, you know, you, you take a look at it, and uh, those are probably the guys. Again, they're good, but they're good, and you got to keep the overall perspective. Would they be good in the Pac-12? Not really. Are they good for the MAC and what the the MIAC? Yeah, I mean they're they're not bad, um, but they're not. There's no type like a lot of times you'll see these division. They're not a Division two team, but a lot of times you'll see these lower level teams come in. And they have a guy that averages like twenty three points a game, and he'll come into Arizona and McHale and he'll shoot twenty four times. He'll make nine of them. He'll finish with twenty five points, or you know what I mean. And it won't be efficient or anything like that. They don't have a guy like that. Hobbs maybe. Uh, but he's not, he's still not that type of guy. Okay. By the way, Jason had to dig deep to find pieces about Yeah, I'm not going to pretend like I'm a freaking Morgan State expert here. I'll know a lot more about Duke on Friday. Um, you know, it's, I said this last year, like the breakdowns in a way, it's like, you know, what kind of analysis, like, here's my analysis. Arizona's going to win. Like, I'm going to do a breakdown and all that, but it's like, when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What, what, how much, you know, it, it's... Are you, are you going to remember any stats about Morgan State the minute the game is over? Uh, yeah, I'm a big... Morgan State fan. Dude, I just forgot his name. Winston Tabs. <laughs> um, look, I'll be honest with you, Shelby. Like, there's a lot better games on Monday than the year. There's some actual good games. Uh, Oregon-Georgia is in the middle of the afternoon. Oregon's favored by five. That's a solid game. Uh, for whatever reason, I don't know why, but NAU is going to UConn. <laughs> oh no! I don't know. I don't. For that Here, money. Here's here's what you need to know. NAU is going to UConn as twenty six point underdogs. Morgan State is a thirty one point underdog against to Arizona. Arizona. So I mean, but there's there's actually USC Kansas State uh, is another good game. I mean, there's actually some some good games, but you know, I think that's the biggest. I'm I'm trying to look. There's so many basketball games. I think Arizona has the biggest spread of the day. Great. Okay. That's what she said. Well. Kansas is 29. Not too bad. Texas is 31 and a half versus UIW. Incarnate Word. I've been to Incarnate Word. It looks like a a high school building. Okay. Anyway. Would you like me to continue? Well, I'm just looking at all the scores. You can talk, but I'll probably interrupt you. Okay. Last week... Dylan Anderson made it known that he's going to redshirt. What do you think of this decision? Yeah, it looks like 31. Nope. Oh, wow. As I type this, Arizona moved to 33. <laughs> <laughs> Arizona's the biggest spread of the game, folks. We could have just had this podcast and you know promoted our sponsor and then just said Arizona will win. 29. 30, that 31 and a half is the, the closest. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dylan so, Anderson. Yeah. Uh, so... You know, I've talked to people around him. Uh, this is a decision that has been in the talks for a couple weeks now. Um, and Arizona is impressed with how Dylan handled it. Redshirts are 
rare. Now you assume Dylan's going to redshirt and come back next season. And you don't redshirt players that you think aren't going to be good at all. Because why would you want them around? If anything, you're going to kick him out. So obviously, the coaching staff sees some sort of potential in Dylan. It's an interesting situation because Henry Vesar is out for possibly up to six weeks, right? And so, with that being said, you're basically redshirting Dylan, and all of a sudden, you are you have narrowed your rotation. Your backup four is probably Pella at this point, right? Like, Creeves at the five, Ball at the five. Kishad Johnson at the four, and, and Pella's probably your backup four, unless you play Paulius. Well, Morauskas could also, has been playing some four and some three. So we're going to see a variety of lineups. I think it's the right move, you know, and, and I said this, and Michael Luke said this uh, almost months ago, it feels like that. It felt like Dylan should retro, because even if he didn't retro, his his path to playing time just wasn't really there. Like, who you, you always look, and, and I say this with football, when People go, oh, how come this player isn't playing? How come that player's not playing? Like, who do you play over? And at the end of the day, when you look at the rotation and the roster and all that, you say to yourself, who does Dylan play over? And even if you come up with a player, you say, okay, where are those minutes overall coming from? Well, is it worth Dylan not redshirting if he's getting six minutes a game? Or maybe next season he gets 12 to 15 minutes a game or something like that. You're going to redshirt. So I think it's a good decision. And the thing is, Keep in mind, like, if there's another injury or whatever, you know, or, or something happens, you don't have to redshirt. Like, just because you say you're going to redshirt, you could pull that redshirt at any second. It's not like a preseason form or anything like that. So the plan is for Dylan to redshirt. Um, but, you know, plans could go to the side. It at, could be derailed at right. any moment. Um, now, people were actually assuming that Conrad Martinez would redshirt as well. He is not redshirting. From what I understand, it wasn't really a conversation. He is aware that he probably isn't going to play much, but I think his development is helped by even playing minimal minutes at times. But he is not going to redshirt, uh, from what I understand. Okay, good to know. Um, is there any possibility, any possibility for an upset or a close game here, Jason? So I will say this. Uh, the answer is no. But I will say this about Morgan State. Their defense is very chaotic. Um, last season, they only allowed 72 points per game. Uh, but they are actually number two in the entire country in forced turnovers. Whoa. Because they are chaotic. They pressure the ball quite a bit. Um, they, they can make you turn the ball over. So do I think that... Arizona will turn the ball over to the point where it's going to lose or it's a close game. No, but I could absolutely see Arizona winning by 30 with with 20 turnovers and people are freaking out. Um, that actually wouldn't really shock me at all. Um, it's not something that should happen. Uh, but, you know, remember, Arizona played Morgan State last season. They won by 25. Uh, Morgan State actually had their, their two best guards uh, left. Which kind of sucks. Um, but, you know, it, they actually lost. Uh, sort of, you know, Hobbs had two five points in that game last season. Um, but in that game last season, Arizona turned the ball over 14 times, uh, which isn't a ton. I realized that. And in, in, in that game, Umar was 8 for 8. Um, they couldn't guard Tubelas at all. The post combined to be 17 of 18. Umar and Tubelas were 17 of 18 from the field, 
for 47 points and 15 rebounds. Um, they had a good game. Yeah, so and, and that's going to be the difference here, too. They're not going to be able to guard Arizona size. It would take, I mean, we're literally talking about one of the biggest upsets that we've ever seen. Of all time. Yeah, it's, yeah, Okay, well, it's unlikely. It's unlikely. I'll tell you one thing. If they lose, um, the boards are getting shut down. Uh, there will be no podcast. We're just going to concentrate on football. Somehow Shelby will blame me. She does that quite a bit. I, I've gotten better. Over, I'm better. I don't blame you. You're not Tommy Lloyd. Oh, thanks, honey. I get it. All right. Also, you don't play pickleball. But we're going to change that because we're going to start going to the Corbett more. Thank you. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, knowing all of that, what is your prediction? Yeah, I really like Morgan State. I just think that... <laughs> That's no. so uh, good. They're Ari- so good. Arizona, 92... I don't know. 92 to 65. Yeah. That That's generous. Good. I like it. Shelby, okay. what's your prediction? I <laughs> I didn't know I was involved in this. Oh, yeah. Just you can't just because you make No, that's just football. That's just football. You're not making a prediction. No, in this? I, I don't know. Sure. Um, I don't know. 90 sounds good. Uh, I'll say 99. <laughs> Go ahead. I don't no, care. 99 to 60. 99 to 60. Shelby says they cover. Complete blowout. As you can tell by our opinions, uh, we expect this to be a barn burner. We think it's going to be quite a spread. That's what she said. All right. Just like a charcuterie board. Okay. What was the, uh, what's the joke with the charcuterie board? I can't remember. Oh, shark coochie. Shark coochie board. There's people that can't say charcuterie. And they say shark coochie, and now it's a thing. Like, yeah, you can buy an, a, a charcuterie board on Etsy that says shark coochie, or there's, like, memes about it. It's really funny. So tomorrow night, if you're not going to the game, bust out a shark coochie board. Shark coochie board. <laughs> you're going to be at the game. Oh, very Well, excited. I'll be home with the girls. I'm very excited. And what time is the game again? What time uh, is tip off? Seven. Perfect. At McHale. On ESPN, no. On, on Pac-12. Pac-12. <laughs> All right, well, this is one more season of Pac-12. We don't have to say that anymore. All right, well, there you go. There's your preview for <laughs> Arizona. Your enthusiastic preview. And once again, Shelby, say your line. Bear down. So, uh, confession. Shelby has been looking at recipes during this entire podcast. That's so into Morgan State. <laughs> if anybody wants a recipe, what is it, Shel? Um, It is a crock pot chicken tortilla stew it looks delicious and we apologize to morgan state for our lack of respect we love you guys go bears